What's good? What's good? It's your boy B-L-A-K-K-A sitting here in Lynchburg City, man. As always, hot as a motherfucker. It's not 100 degrees, though, so that's the good, the good side of things. But, uh, so I did my first live podcast yesterday on CastBox, and it went pretty well. Uh, it's pretty cool, man. And like I told everybody that was on CastBox, that was listening to, to me on CastBox Live, uh, I'm still going to be doing Anchor at least till I get up to a thousand plays and I'm about 60 plays away. But I just want to let everybody know that listen to me on Anchor to go ahead and and download the CastBox. That's C-A-S-T-B-O-X. Download the CastBox um, app. And once you do that, just go ahead on and uh, type in the name Six Cents. You know what I mean? You guys already know the logo. The arm with the mic in it. And, uh, you know, you can go from there. You can follow my show. You can also press the live call-in button on your device. And you can have a conversation on air with me. uh, While a lot of people, thousands, hundreds, how many ever, listen in. So just remember that everybody that's uh, listening to me on Anchor.com, feel free to download the CastBox app if you want to hear me live. And outside of that, so there is a guy that uh, won the lottery, I want to say, what, three years ago? And he's from North Carolina, and now he's charged with murder, man. So that's crazy. So three years ago, Michael Todd Hill's wife, I'm sorry, Michael Michael Todd Hill's life was changed when he bought a $10 million scratch-off lottery ticket. I play them shits every day. Well, I'm not going to say every day, but I play them shits, man, and I, I can't be that lucky. And now the North Carolina man is facing a murder charge uh, outlets report. Now, the Brunswick County man who was, new, who was a nuclear plant worker played the extreme millions in 2017 and won big. Uh, I have a strategy when it comes to scratching, Hill said in a uh, North Carolina education lottery release. I start with the corners. When I, get, when I got to the dollar uh, symbol, I knew I won something. I saw the one and then the zero, and it still didn't hit me. But then I saw the M. My heart dropped down to my toes and I lost my breath. <laughs> I can only imagine. Man, I can only imagine. So he went inside the store that sold him the ticket, called his wife and told her to pack her bags because we just won $10 million, he said. My God. This is life-changing. This is life-changing, he said. Wow, just, wa- just wow. He chose a lump sum and took home just over $4 million, according to the lottery release at the time. Now the 52-year-old has been charged with the murder of Kiana Graham after the young woman's body was found inside a room at the Shore State Hotel in Charlotte, uh, in Charlotte, in Charlotte, according to Charlotte Police. Housekeeping discovered Graham just after 11 a.m. Monday. There was blood in the room and she wasn't moving, WECT reported. Hill had checked into the hotel alone and nobody saw Graham enter. I think it's horrible, Tiffany Wilson an acquaintance of Graham told WECT, I mean, he just won the lottery. I heard he just got married and you go and kill a young girl, a beautiful girl. I don't understand. And that's some crazy shit right there, man. Like, I watched this show on uh, TLC and I'm quite sure 
a lot of you guys probably watch it too and it's called uh how lottery changed my life you know what i'm saying and these stories that i hear a lot of times it's like from rags to riches back to rag but uh i think this is the first time man that i've ever this is the first time i've ever uh heard anything to this magnitude now police said that Graham was 23 had a relationship with Hill and that it was on and off the Star News reported and Hill was arrested Tuesday and is being held in the Brunswick County Detention Center without bond according to police <clears throat> if this is true man like he he you know like normally when I hear about the like I said rich today rags to riches back to rags normally they get the money and they just go on these terrible spending sprees and three or four years later they no longer have the millions that they once had you know what i mean but to you know it's got to be a lot more into this story right here and and i'm definitely gonna try and check it out but man i swear that's 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 some crazy shit right there yo you know 10 million dollars man and and you know he was apparently just off of what this story was saying, I, I guess he was having an affair with this young woman. You know, he's 53, she's 23. That's what, 30 years is, you know, his, uh, her elder. You know what I mean? And it's fucked up. You know what I mean? But, hey, you know, he, he it is what it is, man. I really don't have too much to say about it, man. Because, like, that, you know, I would like to, I would like to, I'll, like the story had went into more details and shit like that but man you know it's just sad sometimes man when you hear these rags to riches back to rags type stories man and it's even sadder when murder is involved you know what i mean so uh the second stimulus check update when could you get your new payment now you know they're going to uh and the whole uh, unemployment thing uh, at the end of the at the end of the month, man, on the thirty first to be exact. You know what I mean? And uh, right now, you know, the, the government they basically brought this situation on themselves. You know what I mean? Because I mean, I'm listen. If you make more money off of unemployment than you do at your job then it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist to figure out which one you should do it doesn't it doesn't and for those people who are bitching moaning and complaining about people who are taking advantage of this it seems to me it just sounds like a lot of jealousy now if your job pays you in a weekly basis or a two-week basis more than what you're getting in unemployment from the CARES Act, then okay, it and, and you're still able to work, then it doesn't make sense to try and get the unemployment because now you're, you're, you're bringing in less income. But if, 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 if the 600 plus dollars that people are receiving on a weekly basis you know, if that's more than what the fuck you make at your job, then why the fuck go back to work? But it just goes to show you just how brilliant and 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 and, and strategic the government is. Because at some point in time, before this bill was even passed, as far as the Clarence Act, you had to have asked yourself: 
if we give these people more than what the fuck they make at work, will they go back? Now, some people aren't going back because they make more money sitting at home. And you have some people who are not going back because it's bad. You know what I mean? But nevertheless, Congress intends to uh, send out a second stimulus checks for individuals and families. And soon we want another round of direct payments. Senator Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said on Monday. We don't know. Is it just about everything else, including who would qualify for a second payment? How much money would you get with a new round of stimulus checks? And when the IRS would send the first batch of checks, all that is under uh, negotiation and legislators won't immediately agree. Now, the thing that kills me with this shit right here is that why wasn't this in, in place directly after this first set of checks went out? Why wasn't there a plan in place after the $600 from CARES Act run out? See, this is shit I'm talking about with my government, man. This is shit that I'm talking about. And then they wonder why people feel the way that they feel. They wonder why, especially black people, us black people don't trust the fucking government. And something, you know, and they wonder why at times. It's because shit like this, and it's just not black people. Because I've ran across, hey, I'm going to tell you now, when it comes to motherfuckers not trusting the government, you have just as many white people, if not more. Than any other race that lives in America, man. And I totally agree with them to some degree. So I won't say totally. I will I will say this. I, I agree with them to some degree. You know, and so the first week of August is also the deadline Mitch McConnell set for passing a new bill that includes stimulus payments. But for many, a critical deadline is sooner. If Congress doesn't pass a new stimulus bill or at least a new short-term uh, measure by the end of July... The extra $600 unemployment benefit is going to run out, like I was saying. That's a, listen, it, it has its pros and cons just like anything. You know what I mean? Are there, now, are there people, you know, like I said, are there people that sitting on their ass right now collecting $600, you know what I'm saying, through unemployment? Yes. But I'm perfectly fine with it if it's more than what you get from your job. I'm perfectly fine with it. Have no problem. But my thing is not with the people that's receiving this income. My thing is with the government. That's my problem. That's my issue with the government, bro. Because at what point in time did you not think this was going to play out like this? But as I was saying, it has its pros and cons. Those who are getting this six plus hundred dollars every week are putting it right back into the economy. So when people are looking at the numbers and they're seeing the economy rise, trust me, it doesn't have everything to do with people who were continuing to work or those who went back to work. It has something to do with them people spending them six hundred plus dollar checks as well. So let's not get it twisted. Let's not get it twisted it is. And what else could happen if another stimulus check doesn't get approved before the next recess? And in a in a new and if a new law is passed Wednesday, uh, when is the soonest you might expect to see a second IRS payment? We use the senator's calendar and the first stimulus check schedule. You know what I mean? So so yeah. So that's that's pretty much what they're going to do. So they got the uh, the first stimulus check schedule as a model to formulate a possible timeline. Now, 
they're talking about they're uh talking about somewhere in august between let's say august 10th through september the 7th you know what i mean and so and and that's perfectly fine but if you're telling people that they're gonna have to like once this this six plus hundred dollar runs out it's gonna be a two-week gap from what i'm understanding or at least three weeks from the time that the six plus hundred dollars run out from the CARES Act to the second stimulus check, and God knows whether or not they're going to extend the unemployment. You know what I mean? And that's what kills me sometimes when you got a bunch of rich people trying to dictate how people who who makes less than twenty five thousand dollars a fucking year should should live, or even less than fifty grand a year. You know what I mean? Like, man, it's crazy, man. But nevertheless, uh, that that six plus hundred dollars, as far as the CARES Act, that will end on the thirty first. For some of you guys, I'm quite sure those checks has already ended. You know what I mean? And they're not coming up. They have what? Today's date is what now? So they have what? I want to say. Eight days. They have eight days before they, before the deadline. You know what I mean. And a lot of people, uh, like I was saying, checks ran ran out, like ran out previous to this deadline. And a lot of them ended this past Sunday, Saturday and Sunday when they called in. So you're gonna have millions of people out of a fucking job, whether it's from the coronavirus or whatever the case may be. You got all these millions of people who have been filing for unemployment since the COVID-19 kicked in and the stay-at-home policy. And then you're going to allow it to run out on the 31st and not have a plan. That's that's just fucked up. But I'm going to put a little bit of faith in my government and say that before the 31st of this month, the American people will know whether or not they'll be receiving a stimulus check or 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 uh, extension of the unemployment CARES Act. Now I've also heard things as far as they may cut the checks back and and and, and allow them to be four hundred dollars every 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 week. Well, I tell you this, bro. Either way is perfectly fine because as long as people have some type of income coming in, whether it's to their own demise or not, how they're spending the money. Whether or not they're trying to go back to work or not, the, the, the fucking government shouldn't even be worried about that right now. Why is it so hard? That's what I don't understand about the American government who beasts, who busts, who boasts and brag about being number one. But when it comes time to giving your people handouts, when there is crisis in this country, it's always, it's always red tape behind it. Why can't you guys just say, hey, we're in a crisis, we're in a pandemic, so the American people, we're going to give you this uh, until, you know, they're saying that it's going to take at least, if they say, okay, listen, if they say it's going to take at least 18 months, 18 to 24 months before they find a vaccine that actually works, but you're going to extend your hand to some degree for three months four months 
So what the fuck are we supposed to do the next 20 months, man? Coming up, man, on this sixth sense, I swear, I'm going to continue to talk about what's going on right now and throw in a little sports as well. All that and more. You're listening to your boy Blacker, and this is The Sixth Sense. So I'm glad to be back with y'all, man. Jeez, man. So yeah, the whole, um, you know, this, this COVID-19 shit situation, man, is just crazy. So now there's been a nine-year-old girl who is the youngest to die from the coronavirus in uh, Florida. You know what I mean? State officials say. And so a nine-year-old girl from the Putnam County is the youngest. It's the youngest person to have died from uh, the COVID-19 coronavirus complications. And the nine-year-old girl's death is not travel-related case. And the child did not have uh, close contact with anyone who recently tested positive for COVID-19. And that's what the records are showing. And Putnam County Health Official, I'm sorry, Health Officer Mary Garcia confirmed that the uh, facility, I'm sorry, the fatality to CNN on Wednesday and said that she was unaware of any underlying medical conditions in the girl's case. Now, according to the latest... According to the uh, latest health records, the nine-year-old is the fifth minor in Florida to die from the COVID-19. Now, that's just crazy, man. You know what I mean? Because, you know, it's the thing is, is that when this whole COVID-19 thing first jumped off, man, I, it was reports, yo. And this is real talk. I think I want to say in the early stages, there was reports that the COVID-19 skipped over the black people and was just hitting elderly white people. There was reports about that shit. You know what I mean? And it was like they just skipped over the elderly white people and decided to, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, skipped over the black people and decided to, to kill the elderly white people. You know, and for a second you had black people thinking, damn, well, we can't catch the shit. And then out of nowhere, it went from, it went, it goes from black people can't catching it to leading the United States in it. So I'm like, God damn. But nevertheless, so man, I hope that, you know, it's people just have to understand and, you know, they're talking about opening schools and reopening schools and shit like that. And and people have to understand, man, that kids, it's hard to, it's gonna be hard to do this at school, okay? They showed a clip. I forgot what school, some schools open and, uh, in the United States, I can't remember what city and state it was, but they showed a, quite a few kids in that classroom, and this one little girl, they didn't show her whole face, it was sort of like the side of it, but the little bit that I saw, she looked as sad as fuck, and that was one of the things that was crossing my mind, because, you know, you, you know, you, Kids need to have social skills. They need those. And now you're sending them to a place where they have known to have social skills the entire time that they've been there. And now you have three, four, five, six people in the classroom, kids in the classroom, and they're spread it out from one end to the other. Only imagine. And she had this lonesome look on her face. The little, the little part of her face that I could see, it was, she had this lonesome look on her face like, you know, I don't like this. They, you know, this whole, you know, school is supposed to be fun as well. Learning is supposed to be fun. 
And I don't think it's going to be fun for these kids, man. Seriously. And I don't think it's going to be fun for the teachers either. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know, so, you know, it's... I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. I don't understand how a country could, that could supposed to be so smart. I mean, you have all of these big time universities and colleges and you have all of these whiz kids and geniuses and you know big heads and shit like that man and you know nobody it's almost like all of that goes to the back seat we shouldn't have to live with coronavirus people we shouldn't we should be smart enough to that right now I'm not going to say the country should be coronavirus free but it damn sure shouldn't be where it is now due to coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? And I can't blame this wholeheartedly on Agent Orange. Was it Agent Orange? Did Agent Orange have a whiff of this before it got big and, and tried to downplay it? Yes. Have Agent Orange been downplaying coronavirus since it started to take storm in America? Yes, he has. But it, it's still not 100% Agent Orange's fault. You know what I mean? A lot of this has to do with people being ignorant. You know what I'm saying? People being ignorant. And I'm not going to blame it on protesting. You know what I'm saying? Because even if people, even if the George Floyd situation hadn't happened, let's say no black person was killed by a black, uh, by any other black person or by white cops. Let's say that, you know, for the sake of saying that took place at the point in time. Okay, at some point in time, you still was going to have groups of people coming out. You still, you know what I mean? You saw what happened when the city started to reopen. And I kept telling myself, how the fuck do you expect a business that has been closed for the past three months turn down customers when their place is not full to capacity? They come out with, okay, you can have 10 people in this place and 15 in there and 20 in... Listen, if my fucking business holds 100 people and I've been closed since the past three fucking months, do you really think I'm going to follow some guidelines in the sense of how many people can come in my restaurant? I'm going to let the whole motherfucking restaurant get packed because I'm trying to make back what I lost. But had they shut down the fucking country and everybody did what the fuck they were supposed to do, we wouldn't have been in lockdown that long. You wouldn't see cities and states right now with resurgences. You wouldn't see cities reclosing all over again. But we are there. Why? Because you got people who don't want to listen. You got motherfuckers screaming that wearing a mask is against their first amendment how the fuck is that even possible uh, no other state no I'm sorry no other country I've done the research you don't believe me y'all are more than welcome to do it yourselves I've done the research ain't nobody else nowhere else in the fucking world protesting about wearing a mask besides right here in the good old US of A nobody else crazy man Nine-year-old girl lose her life to coronavirus. 
this is crazy right here, man. So y'all, you know, you got a lot of countries that those Muslim countries and shit to where, you know, they are very strict people, especially when it comes to the females and things of that nature. So a uncle burns a 14-year-old niece alive after her father refused cousin's marriage proposal. Was ready to marry, you know, wanted, his cousin wanted to marry his cousin, basically. She was doused in petrol and set alight, set alight. Yo, a 14-year-old Pakistanian girl was burned alive by her uncle after her father rejected a marriage proposal from her cousin. According to the police, Mohammed Yaqub had asked if his brother Mohammed Yusuf's daughter, Sadia, could marry his son, who was the teenager's cousin. And y'all thought this shit only happened in places like Kentucky and West Virginia? <laughs> However, Yusuf refused as he had promised Sadia in an arranged marriage to another relative two months prior. The uh, Golf News reported, man. I'm going to tell y'all something. Those are some, you know, like, they you got a lot of those people, man, who are in that religion who are just, I mean, 100% deep in it, yo. And I've heard, sadly... You know, sad but true, I've heard cases like this in America far too often, man. It's been times where, you know, the daughters may decide to Amer become American, Americanize themselves, you know, and, 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 and take off the, uh, the jahids and, and all of those type of things and start to dress like American women. And I've, I, there's been stories where fathers have killed their daughters for doing those things. Well, while living in Seattle, Washington, I used to live across the street from this African family who was Muslim, and they were from, uh, they were uh, Ethiopians, or as they would say in Africa, Ethiopians. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the sons were already Americanized, and like the parents, they really didn't understand English, so the, parents, the sons would cuss their ass out in English and all of that shit. But to make a long story short, they would give the sons anything. They would give the sons anything, whether they was into the Muslim culture or not. You know what I mean? But they would give them anything. But when it came to the daughter, when the daughter decided that she wanted to live an American lifestyle, oh my God, man, did they shun her. And then to make matters worse in their eyes, she went and had a kid with an American guy, American black guy. Oh, that really pissed them off. So they, I noticed that she didn't come over there for a long time. And then when she, after the baby was born, a few months after the baby was born, I started seeing her come over there and she would put the jihad on her head. And you know what I'm saying? She would, you know, take her shoes off and put she, and she would always dress the way that her parents wanted her to dress before entering their, their home. You know what I mean? And it's, it, this shit is crazy. I've also seen it to where I used to live next door in Seattle, uh, next door to some some Armenians, you know what I'm saying, where Kim and uh, the Kardashians are from and shit. And uh, it was an arranged marriage, man. And, and, and as I was walking down the street, I looked, I glanced in the car, and that bride had one of the most dreadful looks I've ever seen on a bride's face on her wedding day. Now the men, they were all cheering and hoopla and everything, man. But that woman, she had one of the most, and, and I didn't understand it, man. I fell, I, I fell for her, man. 
I felt for her. I was like, yo, this is not right. This is not right. Now, it's one thing if you're in Pakistan or Iraq or wherever that, you know what I'm saying, may be, and you chose to live that kind of lifestyle, that's fine. But And I'm not saying, first and foremost, let me make this perfectly clear. People who come from a foreign land, I am never going to be the one to say, hey, leave your customs at the doorsteps. No, 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 no. You are more than welcome to bring your customs to America. But you must understand that you're living in a country when you come to America that's based upon freedom. Okay? So your kids, to some degree, is going to be enticed by the American lifestyle. The culture, the way of life, the music, everything. Everything. And it is, I feel like it's important for the parent to understand that and say, okay, we're willing to give you guys this as long as you guys continue to give us this. Work something out with your kids, man, because what's going to happen, I've seen it far too often with these international parents. And they bring their international ways of life with them to America, which is nothing wrong with. I will reiterate that again. It is nothing wrong with that. However, you must understand that the country that you are moving to is based upon freedom. They must understand that, man. You know what I mean? But, you know, my heart goes out to Sadia. And her family, man. And it's fucked up because it was a family member that did this shit. You know what I mean? But, you know, you have different ways of life. Me, personally, I would never fully understand it. But maybe it's not for me to fully understand. You know what I mean? But, you know, it is what it is, man. And so, last but not least, man. So, you know, everybody, the NBA is on its way back. Uh, They've been scrimmaging so far. And on the 30th is supposed to start up, you know what I mean, and start being on TV if I'm correct on the 31st, the 30th or the 31st. But uh, you know, I'm 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 very interested to see this play out because of the players that has already caught the coronavirus. You know what I mean? And you know, they even have a snitch hotline and you have uh NBA players who are actually using this hotline to snitch on other members. I spoke of this on uh, Castbox, my live podcast yesterday. And uh, which once, but again, if you ever want to hear me live, guys, just go ahead on to Castbox. That's C A S T B O X, Castbox, and just uh, you know, put my name in Six Cents, put the show name in Six Cents, follow me. And if you feel, you know, if you ever want to chime in, you don't have to do a voice message. You can just press the call in button on your device and I'll answer your call and we can have a discussion. But yeah, man, so you got a lot of, uh, you know, NBA players who's going to, they've been, you know, uh, Javier McGee, he's been, you know, uh, keeping up with the diary or whatever, a video diary of what's going on in the bubble and things of that nature, man. So, uh, the facilities look pretty, pretty cool. Uh, what they're eating didn't look all that jazzy, you know what I'm saying? But they still have pretty much everything they want at their fingertips, man. You know what I mean? But my thing is, is that, you know, 
guys are gonna have they're there they they are there until what uh october if i'm correct you know what i mean so and that's those are and they're the, those are for the ones who continue to advance in the playoff rounds could be there the whole three months but i got some guys and i'm just gonna be real with you guys it's gonna be very watered down those that first playoff round because you're gonna have a lot of guys man that know they don't have a shot at the title and just gonna be like fuck it let's just get through these four or five games so i can get my ass on the plane and go home it's not gonna be fun for everybody yeah, it's going to be fun for the LeBron Jameses of the world and the, the Dennis Antetokounmpo's of the world, the James Hardison's, and you know what I mean, guys like that. You know what I mean? But, you know, a lot of those guys that are, that are like second-tier guys or on a team that's not really playoff and championship contenders, hey, man, they can't, they can't get out there fast enough. And that's real talk. <laughs> Hey, man, I want to thank y'all for listening to The Sixth Sense, man. As always, it's your boy, B-L-A-K-K-A. Remember to continue to wash those hands, wear your mask, practice your six feet uh, social distancing, continue to love one another, man. And on that note, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.